This is Jeff on the walkingcross.com podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I'd like to talk to you for a minute about Daniel. You know, here on the walkingcross.com podcast, I try to find two or three, four different things, something that you can focus on your day to help you in your days. You know, I believe as Christians, we need to find the good and put it in. There's all kinds of bad that we can focus on. So why doesn't people focus on the good? And that's what this podcast is about. So when talking about Daniel, uh, Darius, which was the king, had made a decree that if anybody, nobody needed to serve anybody but him for a certain period of time. So Daniel winds up in the lion's den because these people basically are trying to trick the king to making a decree, which he did. And to throw anybody in the lion's den if they served anybody other than him for a certain period of time. Okay. So when we're talking about that, Daniel knew about this and he still went inside his room into his house, it says, and his windows were opened and he done it intentionally. He didn't hide it. And what I'm trying to say is, is we shouldn't hide our faith. We should be bold in our faith. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day like he did before. You can look in verse 10 of Daniel 6 and 10, and you can read more about it. My point is, is be bold in your faith. Stand up. Do what you need to do. That's right. I'm not asking you to do nothing wrong, but what I am saying is become bold. Don't just be a somebody that just hides their faith. To be effective, you've got to stand up in your faith. You've got to do the right thing. You know, he didn't close his windows. He pronounced his faith. He had discipline every every, every day, three times a day. He kneeled. And it says here, it says, and gave thanks before his God. You know, sometimes when we pray, what we need to do is start by giving thanks to God, thanking him for what the things that we have in our life. You know, you've got a lot of things in your life. I don't know you, but I know you've got a lot of things in your life because most everybody does. You think, well, I don't have anything. Can you see? Can you hear? Can you breathe? Can you walk? Can you talk? You say, well, I can do those every day. Give thanks for those things because you, you, you wouldn't have them without God. You know, we're all made a little different, but the truth of the matter is we have something to be thankful for. Start your prayer by being thankful. Praise God for the things that he does. You know, be bold, number one, point number one, be bold in your faith. Stand up for your faith. Do the right things. And even though he knew there was rules, there was regulations, there was things going on, people trying to get him in trouble, he still did what he did. He still served God. He still did it with the windows open. It says, let me go ahead and read that. It says, now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed. He went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. He had a made up mind he was going to serve God. How many days do we pray three times a day? This is not about, you know, a set time or how many times a day, but what kind of discipline does it take to do that? See, we need to have a discipline to spend time with God. What would your life look like if you just spent three times a day with God? See, that's some of the things. We need to start doing that in our life. Putting the good in is what I mean. Maybe it's not three times a day for you. 
I think it'd be a good thing. I don't do it every time, every day. But when I preach this message, I try to do that during that time to see what that was like. I need to do more of it. See, sometimes we lose our focus. We, it would be good for me to do this every day. I want to start trying to do that tomorrow. I think I'm going to start trying to do that better tomorrow. Actually, I'll pray today. You know, but I, the thing of it is, is I may pray once, but three times a day, every day, that takes a discipline. That's something I want to start trying to do. How many times a day, if you just took three times a day and you just praise God for the things in your life, how would your life look? How would your attitude change? How would your focus change? See, we spend so much time on what we, we think we should have got, you know, or we think about, well, I need this. I need that. When's the last time you just you spent time two or three times a day just thanking God, praising God for what he's done in your life and just praying, praying for other people, loving other people, praying for other people. That's a good thing. See, it's about a heart thing. It's about a focus change. When you start focusing on those things, it changes you. So he didn't close his windows. He pronounced his faith. He had discipline, effort. Three times a day he did this. Last part of this verse, it says, he gave thanks to God. You know, I believe he praised God. Like I just said, I believe his, this, what this does is, I believe this redirected his focus. And sometimes we need that on a day. We're thinking about, you know, all kinds of stuff. We need to redirect our focus. Guys, I hope you've got something from this, uh, but I'd like to go on a little bit further. It says Daniel 6 20 through 22. I'm reading from my notes here. It says, and when he came to the den, he cried with a lamented voice into Daniel and the king spake and said to Daniel, Oh, Daniel, servant of the living God is thy God whom thou servest continually able to deliver thee from the lines. So the king had made the decree. This is after Daniel got through into the lines then. And then the verse 24, 21 says, then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. Wow. He even t he told the king, O king, live forever. Number two, it says, My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth that they have not hurt me. For as much as before him, innocency was found in me. And also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. See, Daniel, even though he was through in the lines then, he, he told him, O king, live forever. See, that's the type of attitude that we need to have is to love other people and be there for other people and know that God's called us to a ministry and that we're supposed to do the thing that we do and God is going to take care of us. It's not some man's job to try to figure out how to protect you, how to favor you. God can favor you all by himself. He don't need a man to do it. He can find another man. He can find another setup. If one man won't do it, he can set up another. What I'm trying to tell you is, is too often we have a bad attitude. And that includes myself. You know, sometimes I just have a bad attitude. And sometimes it's about changing our focus. Well, how do you change your focus? You just say, I'm happy, 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 happy all day long. No, you have to find something that you focus on that's greater than you. And God is greater than you. If you think about the, the praise and the things that he does for you in your life, man, you should be happy just by that. But you got to make an effort of it. 
you got to thank God for those things. See, it's about changing our focus. So many times people think, well, God has these rules. He has these laws. He has all these things. But do you not know he's setting you up for favor? Do you not see that he's setting you up for success? He's setting you up for those things. And when you start being in those things, you start seeing the favor of God in your life long term. I think sometimes we miss it as far as the meaning of what God really wants. We get too hung up on things. We think, oh, that person's, oh, they're doing, they're, they're doing wrong. See, a lot of times I think God hates sin so much because he sees where it ends. He sees that once you get on a path, it's hard. When you get on a path, let's say of an adultery, and you wind up cheating on somebody, or you wind up stealing, and you wind up getting into other things, or you wind up getting into drugs, and you wind up getting all kinds of different things that lead to other things. And people say, well, God don't want you to do this. God don't want you to do that. God wants you to be blessed. You know, I mean, so many times we look at our family and our parents as we grow up and we think, well, why did they tell us to do this? Seems like I got to do that. You know, they want me to do that. I can't never do this. Well, here's the thing. You can't see clearly. You can't see clearly. But when you become an adult, you're supposed to start to see why they wanted those things. Well, that's what we need to do with God. We need to start to see why God wants you to do the things he tells you to do. It's for favor. It's for blessing. It's for you to have a substance, an inheritance, those type of things. Yet we want to see one thing. We think, well, you know, God don't let me do this. He don't let me do nothing. You may be thinking that way. God's wanting to set you up to favor you. You know, and don't look at something as just one thing. Look at it as he's doing it for a reason to bless you, to cause you to have an inheritance. Guys, I went along on this podcast. I try to keep these pretty short, but I want you to think about this for a minute. Keep your attitude straight. Keep your attitude an attitude of praise. You know, and people are always watching you. You know, they're always watching you. So when you hold your faith, they notice, believe me. They may not say nothing to you, but they notice. I want to notice something, okay? It says, O King, live forever. Sometimes we grumble about the littlest things, but this shows Daniel's heart. He had prepared it with God. He spent time with God every day. Spend time with God, praising God for what he's done in your life. Start redirecting your focus and getting blessings. And it ain't about the blessings. It's about you living the life of ministry that you need to live. But first and foremost, it's about you coming to Christ. That's the number one thing. When you come to Christ, that's the number one thing in your life. And after you do that, you have a ministry, man. You have a ministry, lady, whoever you are. If you're in Christ, you've got a ministry. You say, well, well I, don't, I don't know as I want a calling like that. Believe me, you want the calling. You may not see it. It's just like that thing that you can't see right now that's good for you. It's setting you up to receive things. It's setting you up for an inheritance in God. Because come that sunset of your life, when everything's said and done, that's when the blessings happen. That's when you walk into eternity with your, with your riches. And I'm talking about riches of eternal value. I'm not talking about riches of temporal, earthly fading away values. I'm talking about something that lasts forever. Those are the things that we need to seek.
Guys, I hope you've got something from this today, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.